Hey everybody, welcome to Teenagers with Attitude, the show where a bunch of grown adults sit around and talk about teenagers in tightly colored clothing fighting monsters. Uh, and depending on how much we see these uniforms, I might need to change the, the, the intro of the show because mostly it's teenagers or early 20-somethings, I guess, in mm-hmm. uh, space armor so far. Uh, but we do get our costumes this this episode, and joining me to see those costumes... Oh, I'm Zach. Hello. And joining me is Simon. Hi. And Mike. Uh, you pronounced my name wrong. Oh, okay. Sorry. Is it, is, yeah, it's, I'm sorry. Yeah. Mike! Is it like that? Yeah, thank you. That's much better. <laughs> good, good, good. I'm so glad we could have you on this episode. It was very important to me. I mean, I, I, I'm not glad I died. <laughs> I well, well, here's then the good how? news. You're going to get better, I guess. <laughs> here's something that, like, I did say it last episode, but, like, it's it's in kind of uncharted territory for me in that this is uncharted territory. We've been doing this for six years. I've mm-hmm. never seen this. This is the first season where, like, I really, outside of, like, you know, we've talked about it before, Linkara's, like, recap stuff mm-hmm. and 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 stuff you know here and there talking about the season i like don't i know the big things that happen yeah but i haven't seen this yeah so it's it's been interesting um and so i knew mike died for instance sorry mike mm-hmm. uh yeah but i can also I, bring me into a show and then kill me <laughs> but also i know that he comes back and I don't know how. I don't. I, I don't like, remember yeah. how. I watched this like six or seven years ago, and when I saw like the degree to which he is absolutely super dead in this episode, <laughs> yeah. I really started wondering how the hell they're going to bring him bring back from that. I do feel Wait, bad, why Mike. Did, why because does that happen? By the way, why did I? Okay, I guess we'll get to it when we get to the scene. But like, I'm not sure why what happens happens. Magic, space magic. Like, I mean. <laughs> Yeah, we'll we'll talk about it as we get there, but we are going to talk about uh, episode two of Power Rangers Lost Galaxy today. Um, Before we do that, real quick, um, I have two things. I have uh, a quick update I wanted to do, and also I want to get y'all's opinion. So we've been running uh, our March Madness uh, Power Rangers bracket, uh, and... By the time you hear this, it will be well over. Uh, but we right now are at the semifinals, which means we have two matchups left. We have TJ Johnson uh, and versus Billy Cranston. And we are, I'm sorry, to be clear, this is being voted on by y'all, the listener on Twitter at Teens with Tood. Uh, and the other matchup is Kimberly Hart versus Farkas Bulkmeyer. And I want to know who y'all think is going to win this thing. <laughs> hmm. Uh, I'm, well, are we, we just going to fucking March Madness bracket this shit, I guess? Well, uh, well there's only four, uh, four uh, you know, possible Honestly, uh, I, I think left. Kimberly is going to take it, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, I'm thinking it's Kimberly as yeah. well. It's tough. I, I, you know, so, so far, like, Billy is not my favorite of the original five Rangers. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, to be completely honest, he went up against uh, Skull, and that was tough for me because Skull definitely. I have a lot of affection for Skull, but admittedly, most of his character is like yes manning bulk, mm-hmm. right? So that yeah. was kind of hard for me. But I love like you know the times he does get to do stuff. That 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 uh that piano episode rules. Like it's it's very very fun. 
Um, but I, I voted for, for Billy there, even though like I love skull just because I feel like he's got more of a character. Um, but, uh, and then he went up against Trini, which Mike, Mm -hmm. I know you were saying on, on Twitter, like you mostly remember Trini not having that much to do, which I think is true. She definitely got a like little short shrift, but but like I still have a lot of affection for her. But I still voted for Billy because again I agree that he has more stuff to do. But putting him up against TJ is tough because I really like TJ, even though like we did talk about the fact that TJ was kind of underused later. But like that one, that that's finally basically I feel like the one that that uh, for me you'll know by now. I mm-hmm. voted the other way. Um, I don't know who's gonna win. Yeah. Kim and Balk is harder for me though. Like I love both those characters. Yeah. So it's I don't really know. Um it's very difficult for me. So uh, it, it what it really comes down to it is I would argue that it Kim v Balk is basically a fight between the best ranger and the best civilian character. Yes. So yeah. that's going to I feel like that's largely going to be like what do you value most in the show? Do you value the actual rangers or you do you like seeing like the comedy really running around? And I feel yeah. like Power Rangers is a show, one of the rare shows where that actually is a real competition. Because like most shows, like obviously you're gonna want like the actual you know main character, but like I don't know. Yeah, I know. I agree. It's it's tough. So we'll, we'll see. Uh, what do you think, Simon? Any predictions? Well, my prediction is well uh, the way the votes are going right now, it's looking like Billy will narrowly beat out TJ. And then I, I feel like Kimberly and Bulk is going to go Kimberly because, you know, who wouldn't? She, she, she's great. Everyone loves Kimberly, even though, like, I also have a lot of affection for Bulk. I, I'm pretty sure I'm going to vote for Kimberly, too, there. And I feel like so that, that, that would be Kimberly and Billy for the final. And, like, it, yeah, once again, it's hard, but everyone loves Kimberly. And I feel like Billy has, you know, some... I I don't know like he he's just like kind of less fun on screen than Kimberly most of the, most of the time than that's that true. He's there. A lot I, of his his role is to be kind of like not na- the nag, but no, like but he, he's, he's like a little exposition yeah. man. He speaks yeah. funny and he's you know he, like he she's not a bad character. I, nobody hates Billy, but I just feel like Kimberly has a lot more uh, crowd yeah. favoritism going her way. Yeah, yeah. Well, that that I think that's a fair guess. I'm, yeah. I'm, it's a popularity I'm, contest, so I feel like yeah. you know. Yeah, I think Kim definitely has a good shot at winning the whole thing. So we'll see. We'll see if we were right. Uh, so I don't have any news, but one thing I do have uh, this week is uh, unfortunately Emily could not join us, but I do have our first entry uh, into the Gingaman Galleon. Uh, which is the description uh, she sent over about about Gingaman, which I think is going to be useful this week because last week um, we really, really just didn't have um, any Sentai footage, and mm-hmm. we don't this week either. But based on this uh, this write up and what Emily was saying last week, there is actually still a follow like a, a through line between the two, even though they they don't use hardly any Sentai footage. Um, so I am going to go through that real quick. And very the very first thing I'm going to do is send over uh, this document to y'all because you need to see this little boy. Uh, so the first episode of Gingaman 
opens with a father and son investigating a forest rumors <laughs> to hold a legendary secret. Although the boy is skeptical that any magic exists in the world, sure enough, they're being observed by Boku, the mascot character companion of the Gingamen. Uh, this little chestnut boy is yep. adorable. Yep. I love him so much. Yep. He is is basically he looks, he just... He looks like a Rankin-Bass character, frankly. Yes, oh, he, yeah, does. he does. He's got little feet that attach directly to his body with no legs, which you know that's my jam if you know mm-hmm. about me and Goombas. And then his he's got... His head is kind of like Toad from Mario, except instead of a, a mushroom, he's got a chestnut. I mean, on his that's head. Ex- actually, you know what? I feel like that sums up everything. He, he, he's Toad from Mario, but instead of mushroom theme, he's uh, chestnut. He's, he's chestnut themed, and he's got like a collar made of leaves. Yes, I like him uh, very much. Uh, the chestnut boy says to himself, "They'll never be able to enter the forest." And we learn there is a magical barrier guarding the Ginga forest and its people, who possess the power of Earth elemental magic granted by the stars. They live there in peace, inheriting the legacy of the Gingaman, who, with the help of the star beasts, sealed away uh, the Balban spacefaring pirates in the depths of the ocean three thousand years ago. So, uh, I guess the first thing to note is that we do have this forest through uh, filled with people who like protect a magical item mm-hmm. except that in in lost galaxy they were just like what if space yeah, yeah. instead of it being a magic uh, forest on earth yeah well, what if everything about this but in space and on a space station and also other planets yeah and it's just interesting that they kept that i guess you you at some level you sort of have to because the 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 zords are also like animals in this season yeah, yeah. um so you've got to address yeah. that somehow but it's interesting uh, to see that the the whole like nature thing versus extraterrestrial threat threat thing is also uh yeah a that's part true of the the, the sentai yeah. as well uh can i can i take over real quick i want to i want to do a cool narrator voice if i can yes go for it <clears throat> We first meet Hyuga and Ryoma, brothers and users of the elemental fire magic sparring with their powers. Hyuga easily beats Ryoma, which the latter takes in stride. Ryoma compliments his brother's earth and says it's only natural that Hyuga will be chosen to be a star beast warrior and that he could never win. Hyuga is about to protest and tell Ryoma that he's better than he thinks he is, but they are interrupted by the other star beast warriors, Saya, Hayate, and Goki, and Hikaru, who are the Flower Warrior Pink, Wind Warrior Green, Water Warrior Blue, and Thunder Warrior Yellow, respectively. Once again, they are replacing a male Yellow Ranger with a Girl Ranger for Power Rangers. Yeah, that's something that they do a lot, and and I always appreciate it, because mm-hmm. at least it's mo- like closer to even, but yeah. Boy, howdy, uh, these outfits. Wow. The, yeah. they're civil- yeah, I don't wow. really know how we would describe them, to be honest. Uh, I'll, I'll try they're, and put they're a like picture They're like cyber up. Native American. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. The, the Yellow Ranger I, looks kind of like Titus from Final Fantasy X, is what um, comes to mind. Emily was saying that they uh, are, at least she is pretty sure, and boy, I should have done some research, but it's hard mm-hmm. when to look up stuff about a show that never got ported into English. Mm-hmm. Uh, um. But she's pretty sure it's supposed to uh, be like native Japanese. Oh yeah, um, representation or not representation because they didn't hire native Japanese people to play the no. characters. But yeah. that's supposed to be the, oh, the design right. based yeah, on the, the aesthetic. Because like yes. Final Fantasy X did called? also take that as inspiration. For yeah, their so that might be part of part of where that's coming from. 
did you want to keep going, Mr. Narrator, or you want me to take back over? Hold on. Uh, I'm just going to look this up. Okay, the 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 Ainu and the Okinawa are the two. Yeah, Ainu. Okay, yeah, this was supposed to be Ainu. Let me get a look at... Yeah, no, that's... I'm Google image search. Yeah, no, that looks like this is what they're going for. Yeah, so there you go. It's hard to describe because, you know, it's just not something that's in our, like, cultural knowledge but yeah it you should you should look it up and that'll tell you what they look like basically yeah um uh, apparently uh pokemon the, the pokemon legends the rcs apparently they they riff on that a whole lot oh too. that's interesting mm-hmm. okay yeah. that makes sense uh anyway okay so <clears throat> ryoma congratulates them all on being chosen unlike leo he's unsure of himself and lacks confidence He's happy for his brother and supports his friends becoming chosen warriors without him. He is devoid of any jealousy, believing they are the best choices for the role. The festival appointing them Star Beast Warriors is starting soon, but Ryoma remembers he has some chores to do first and runs into the boy who was investigating the forest with his father earlier, now separated from his father due to the Lost Woods nature of the forest. Back in Ginga so, Forest... <laughs> yeah, oh, so, go, ahead. Uh, go ahead. I was just going to say, uh, Mr. Narrator slash Emily, I do agree that uh that leo is is sure of himself the other thing i'll i'll note that is that apparently ryoma uh who is mike's counterpart uh is a a nice caring older brother instead of kind of a huge asshole yeah which no. seems to be mike's thing so far yeah I, I, this feels weird to say because i'm doing the bit where i am the character but like mike is a dick he sucks He's we'll awful. talk about it yeah we'll so talk about shitty it to his brother to yeah uh, okay <clears throat> Back in Ginga Forest, the five chosen warriors accept their swords, handed to them by the village elder. Although the swords were shown to be in a rock earlier, they don't have to pull them out or anything. <laughs> they are then told they have... Ju- uh, <laughs> oh, okay, hold on. Okay, they are then told they have to journey up a mountain to acquire the Ginga Bracers, which are their morphers, and complete their rights to become Star Beast Warriors. Before they can go, however, an undersea earthquake sets free the Balban, sealed away in the rocky prison. We are introduced to the Balban and their five general characters, as well as Buckrates, parenthesis Buccaneer Socrates. Okay. <laughs> and and the captain of the Balban, Zahab. So and- I will I will break in here and say that if you haven't seen this guy, because I did link him on Twitter, go uh. Google Captain Mutiny is the name of the character in Lost Galaxy. I love this design so much. It's so Holy cool. Sh- this guy rules. Holy shit. And it's I, I he is in the show, but he's like a secondary villain, um, unfortunately. But he he looks great. He's basically a, he's a pirate man, except the the top half of his body is like a model pirate ship. Mm-hmm. And then the like He's got a big British steering wheel pirate on his coat type thing. Is yeah, yeah, he's is made of like steering wheel and pieces of a ship. It's cool as hell. I love. Also, it. he seems to be a communist based on his hat. Like he has kind of a sickle thing uh, oh, as he his sure emblem. Do, huh? Yep. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> interesting. I mean, it's a hook, but you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah oh yeah. yeah, yeah. You're right. It's a it's a, a sword and um instead of hammer and sickle, it's a sword and Captain Hook hook. Yep. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> The Balban immediately start rampaging and attack the city, and the Gigamen ride off on their color-coded armored horses to get the yeah. Ginga Bracers, but are interrupted by Zahab and the Yartots. I'm, I'm assuming those are the mooks? 
Yes, I believe uh, so. Ryomas, Ryomas saw the Gingaman leave the forest while he was outside the barrier with the boy and follows, engaging Zahab when it looks like his brother is in trouble. However, he is able to do nothing with his weak earth and Zahab attacks Huga, causing a huge rift in the earth. Huga oh. is holding on for dear life as Zahab begins to close the rift with his hook hand on a chain and Ryoma tries to save him. Huga, however, sacrifices himself to give Ryomo his star beast sword, saying he believes Ryoma and his earth to be strong. He only has to believe in himself. Ryoma is in despair, accepts the sword, and calls out to his brother as he falls in the rift to his death. Okay, so yeah, they do just t- take that straight from the Sentai. They just took that bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Ryoma, fueled by his despair and anger, unleashes a huge blast of fire at the Balban. And he summons this summons the Ginga Bracers, allowing them to change into the Star Beast Squadron Ginga Man, a title of honorable galactic warriors. They fight back the Balban and resolve to defend the planet while the little boy begins to believe in legends. I'm assuming the little boy is going to be a recurring character. That's not part yes. of the narration, that's just, that's just me. <clears throat> now, you may be thinking to yourself, well, nothing was petrified, so that's a Power Rangers original, but you'd that be wrong. Later in this episode, but yeah, it's a good, so go ahead. <laughs> Yes, but you'd be wrong. In the next episode, which will come up later in more detail in the Gigaman Galleon, the Balban wish to revive Titanix the beast on which their pirate ship rides to sail the stars, and they need energy to do so. One of the generals attacks the Ginga Forest, while another attacks the city and tries to drain the forest of its mystical energy. To stop stop this, the Elder casts a spell to petrify the forest and seal it under a lake, keeping its power from the Balban. Wait, is that what happens in this episode? Well, is, is, is that what is that is that what that shit was? Was the, the world petrifying? That, yes, we'll talk about it at the end of the epi- episode. But yes, they. they they basically petrify the forest at the end of this okay, episode. Okay, because I was I was going to mention it when we got there, but like it super wasn't clear to me what was happening at that it's, part. Well, it's because it's a bad special effect is why. <laughs> but yeah, we'll talk about it when we get there. So so yeah, there you go. You now have a setup for comparison to this episode. It is honestly like pretty close. Obviously, everyone in in the um. In Ginga Man, everybody is part of this tribe. And in this, it's just the Yellow Ranger. Um, everybody else is from, you know, Earth. But it, they keep a lot of the stuff. So it's kind of interesting to see that, that a lot of it is, is the same. Um, so this is episode two, Quasar Quest part two. Uh, and we open on the moon. Cut to the moon. Oh, yeah. Uh, like Just yeah. like all the old times. So can I can I give some thoughts about the last episode? Sure. What kind of state is Earth in exactly? Oh boy, we talked about this. So I'll I'll give uh I'll say I said this on Twitter and I was talking to Simon about it a little mm-hmm. bit earlier and we did talk about it a little bit last episode. But so here's the thing. We don't know. They don't talk about it at all. People are desperately trying to get on to TerraVenture for some reason, mm-hmm. even though, like, they don't describe anything bad having happened on Earth. Also, we talk about the fact that, uh, like, they built this insane giant yeah. fucking spaceship. and I, But also, it can't be that far past in space, like, it because... Right. Professor Phenomenus is still around yeah. and and like it yeah, so it can't be that far past that. Um but also 
they've not only did they build a spaceship, but they've cr- like Earth has now because it's not Nasada, it's a different organization called the GSA. Mm-hmm. So, like, what does that lot, stand for? Um, Galactic Space Alliance, mm-hmm. which the I will. So I said this on Twitter also, but the fan community has basically decided that what that is because they never explain it is uh that after in space earth joins a group of uh of like allied alien uh races like triforia and uh, aquatar and uh uh oh there was one more what's the other third one uh, K2L? Yeah, Enoi and and uh, Ko thirty five. Ko thirty five. Yeah. Um, and that 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 so that's like the GSA, and maybe that's also where they get some of their technology. Mm-hmm. But again, this can't have been more than like a year. So yeah. it's I don't know. It's wild. Um. And 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 in terms of like the state of Earth, I don't know. Maybe the uh, maybe the the invasion like completely raised earth to the ground who knows so that's why everybody wants off but they don't say that at all <laughs> so yeah like i part of me is tempted to try and tie it back into our earlier theorizing about the whole post apocalypse thing right. like, i know we kind of we kind of dropped that after a while but like right but yeah everyone seems to be desperately like Dudes are mugging an old lady in the street to get a passport onto this ship. Why does everybody want on it so bad? I, I get that like space travel is cool and you want it's to be exciting. part of the folks yeah. on the on the like the first expedition, but they also talk about how like we're probably never going to see Earth again, and it's like boy, boy, howdy. They make that really clear, and also there's at least three old ladies who still want on that spaceship real bad. Yeah. So it's which is which is real weird when you consider that almost every upcoming season after this one it just takes place on Earth and everything is as normal. Well, as normal as it gets on Power yeah, Rangers they, anyway. So, so here's other, here's the thing: they talk about how people were pre-selected to get in, and the thing about that is if you're if this if this is a sci-fi, we're building an arc situation of like, we're putting a whole bunch of people on a ship that are going to be on a ship for a long time to send them out to like colonize another planet. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't, I don't want to be ageist or nothing, but you're not going to put any old people on that ship. They're yeah, not going to the, live long enough to the, see the planet. Cause we were talking, cause Phenomenus is like, as much as uh, he's a fuck up, he is a scientist, like an accomplished scientist. So we were like, well, that kind of makes sense, but also he's still going to die. Like, not that far into the journey, so like, it, wouldn't you I mean, want to take the, somebody? The Power Rangers technology is ridiculous to begin with. Like, the objective yes. of Terra Venture is to reach the quote-unquote lost galaxy, which would seem to be a different galaxy. And like, you ha- you don't even know how far away another galaxy is. Like, at the speed of yes. light, it would take millions of years to get there. So clearly, there are yeah. some bullshit tech to just whatever. Even most, even most like sci-fi. Like you like, don't, it, Star Wars doesn't go outside yeah. that galaxy. Yeah, neither does Star Trek. It's all confined in one galaxy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and even even if we're dealing with, and again, this is this is Power Rangers magic sci-fi horseshit. They've gone to other galaxies before. It's whatever. Uh, but like, I presume this is a trip that's still going to take the entire season. Mm-hmm. So like, even within Power Rangers logic, this is still a long trip. You're still settling a new planet. You probably you probably want to bring some folks who can I don't know. Build a new civilization when you get there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would, you know, I would think. Yeah, it's weird. It, it really, it's very strange. And also, Simon, to sorry, to your mm-hmm. point, um, yeah. like 
there's other seasons like SPD where it's yeah. like clearly the future. Yeah. But but that you can just go that's the future. Yeah. And then I like mean, SPD I guess is the only other season I can even think of where there's any kind of indication that humans and aliens live together in some kind of society. But, right, but that one's still on Earth, and yeah. like again, you can just be like, yeah, this this kind of makes sense for Power Rangers future. Like you yeah. would have aliens walking around because of the stuff that's happened. But this is like they literally this like on the timeline. This happens right after in space. They ship a bunch of people out to to fucking <laughs> another galaxy, and then they just never talk about those people nope. ever again. Basically, <laughs> it's very weird. Yep. Yeah, it's it's weird. <laughs> I mean, um, including Bulk, our beloved Bulk. Like, he I know. gets there at Who the end. Who makes it back somehow? Yeah. Like, yeah. Within the next yeah. three years, makes it back to Earth. I don't know. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, we have Kai, uh, our Blue Ranger here. Uh, uh, it's going to take me a while to, to uh, re- learn the new characters' names, because we're getting a whole new cast at once. Yep. Yeah, and also they don't say their names very much, except for Mike, as previously yeah. mentioned. <laughs> the, the, so, the character in this who is not going to be one of the Rangers yeah. gets his name said the most. Yep. Uh, Kai uh, just got tricked by Leo, uh, which is he should be ashamed because Leo appears to be following the mold of very dumb Red Rangers. Mm-hmm. Um, he's bummed out that he let let him go. We cut to Miranoi, where uh, Mike, Kendricks, and Maya uh, are uh, trying to find, uh, uh, you know, whatever bad people they're after. Because basically Maya was just like, help! And they were like, okay. And then they went through a portal to an alien planet. Uh, They also take this time to just stop and talk about the fact that Mike has not told Kendricks he has a little brother. Mm -hmm. Um, Which, again... We don't know exactly the situation on Earth, but apparently Mike was like, no, little brother, you will not go to space with me. You will mm-hmm. stay here and I will never see you again. Uh-huh. Fuck you. <laughs> like, it's just so weird. Is, is the uh, implication that Mike prevented Leo from getting selected for this? Well, in the, f- in the last episode, he says, I told you not to come. So I don't know if he like... Literally stopped him. Like the the read I get is that Mike thinks that the expedition is dangerous and he didn't want Leo to risk getting on there, right? That's which is fine, except that there's three goddamn old ladies. We just talked about this. Mike doesn't care about them. He cares about his brother. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Exactly. Um. So Kendrick is like, "Well, you never told me you have a little brother," and he's like, "Well, I just want to make sure he's okay." And I'm like, "Okay, so you're so overprotective, you can't mention he exists." Uh-huh. Is I guess your 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 play because the army will uh, find him and bring him and whatever. I don't know. Right? Exactly. Maybe they have conscription. <laughs> I'm, I'm worried that if was... you and he ever meet, you'll take one look at him and instantly fall in love. And fucking uh-huh. look Damn. at what happens. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean Kendrick's. Uh, has a very big heart on for Leo already for sure. Uh-huh. We cut uh to the dropship and everybody's oohrahing about what a great job they did not dying, I guess, cuz again, we had this quote unquote military exercise and all that happened was explosions happened around yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they they are in Starship Troopers armor and we know how exercises tend to go in that universe, so that's, that that's they all true, survived yes. is a pleasant surprise. Yes. Um, so uh, Kai is flashing back to 
uh, man, I can't keep forgetting this guy's name. The commander, he's got a name, but I don't remember what it is, saying, uh, you should never leave a man behind, ever. And he's like, oh, And Kai dang left it. every conceivable man behind. I left all, all the mans man. behind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all, the ones, all the ones that came with me and also a new one I left behind. <laughs> Yeah, an additional um, man showed up just so I could also leave that man behind. <laughs> just to keep my average like soundly below zero on this trip. I'm, yeah. I'm going for the high score. I'm fucking top of my class and man behind leaving. Now, if you want to talk about what the fuck is happening with the timeline, let's continue to confuse it. Uh-huh. Because uh, they land back on TerraVenture and a... Um, a poster a for the museum exhibit... Yep. Of the uh, uh, Astro Mega Ship, which yes. is literally the Astro Mega Ship. They just park yep. it, and, yep. and now it's a museum. They they built a they, they built a building around it, kind of, and like it's yeah, it's a museum. It's been decommissioned in the three months since it became a robot that saved the universe, and right. now it's a museum. It's just it's like um because they do do this. There are uh, decommissioned aircraft carriers that are that are uh, museums. But, yeah, but usually those like are actually military ships. Uh-huh. That yes, yes. Belong I to mean, the Earth if, military. If there was a Power Rangers ship made using Zordon tech, and everyone knows Zordon died to save the universe, I think it would become a pretty big tourist attraction. But it's just funny that the way they they talk about it, like it's been there for decades, and no one has right. could even possibly think of flying it through space, even though we just saw it do that, like like a couple of weeks ago for us on the podcast. Yes. So, uh, two things. One, wasn't there a Star Trek movie that started like this? Where like, yes, it was like it were the the next the were, were like the, uh, no, the Enterprise actually, is a museum yeah. so, or something. No, uh, Star Trek. No, Star Trek Three has the no. Star Trek Three has the they steal the original Enterprise, which was to be decommissioned and to take on on their mission and blow it up in the process. Yeah, but like the Battlestar Galactica 2003 series, which is to be fair more recent than Lost Galaxy, does actually begin with Galactica being the only warship that's left in operation because it was a museum and it was an old piece of junk and their computers weren't networked, so it survived the silent virus that started the war. So it's the only oh, ship that still works. Yeah. Gotcha. Yep. Okay. Uh, well, so, so yeah, I mean, it, it's mostly the timeline. Like, I understand yeah. that it would probably become a museum. So it's do, just you, do like, you think this massive leap in technology that humanity has and this desire to ex- see the universe, like, it's be- it's because they had access to the, the Astro Mega ship now, right? Like, all of this? Yeah. Like, oh, I, we, have, we have evidence of asteroids trust your life, and we, have, we can see what it takes to build a ship now. Because bear in mind, in space, as far as where Earth technology was at, Nasada was still just sending out probes, mm-hmm. and the guy who said aliens were real was viewed as a lunatic. Yeah, so, yeah. That's no, right. I, if I was DMing this setting, all this stuff is based on grid tech. It's all, yeah. power, it's all morphin grid that, technology. It, 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 that it they, does make sense when you view it that way. Yeah, for sure. That they like reverse engineered, and they don't go into that at all, obviously. But yeah, in my head, this would all be like. And they also probably wouldn't understand it fully because, you know, Power Rangers technology seems to also be magic. Mm -hmm. So, like, yeah, they're about to ship a bunch of people off in a a magic tech spaceship that they they built in three months or or whatever. (laughs) So, yeah. Uh, I'm willing to give them slightly more time than that because, like, a year. 
no, I, I, I'm willing to give him a few years, honestly. Because listen, Fair Professor, enough. like the only the only like really questionable part is Professor Phenomena still being alive, but he's a cartoon character. Yeah, he won't die. He's very old, but but yes, that that's true. I guess other than that, you you could it could be a couple years. Like um, last last we checked with Bulk, he was like what twenty. Like it it's believable that he's like I don't know thirty and still looks like this. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. I could give them like up to a decade, right? But they don't say that. Is it's just like all all of yeah, it, it's tough. Um, and also, I was trying to dig back in my sci-fi knowledge because I haven't read that much or, or watched that much sci-fi recently. But they do show in the first uh, episode, TerraVenture is so big they built it in space, which is how they have to build like star destroyers and shit. Yeah, and I can't ever remember. I can't remember if you ever get. Uh, and you know it's all fiction. So, but I was curious if there's ever like a time frame given for that kind of shit. I know the Death Star was like years, right? That's that's like even in Star well, Wars, they're like this yeah, takes the, forever. The, the, the Death Star starts. You can see the beginnings of the building of the Death Star at the end of Revenge of the Sith, and then A New Hope is yeah. thirty years later, and that's I mean when that's it way first bigger, fires. obviously. Yeah. But but like the point being like. It's not like they could have done it fast unless it's magic, which it is because it's Power Rangers. But mm-hmm. the whole thing is just, yeah. It they made they made me ask a lot of questions, mm-hmm. it, even though it's a kids show. It's it's just hard not to ask those questions. Yeah, yeah. That, that um, is kind of another thing with uh, the so Power Rangers has always been just fucking sci-fi and and magic fucking slamming into each other. Uh, but this is maybe the most that it's been in a while. Is yes. just the basic setup for this season. Yeah, and really they barely even like, you know, I mean the we we get the the morphing, but they barely talk that much about the the like magic side of it. They basically just want you to believe that this is a, a spaceship that they built. Right. And it's just like how they do that this fast. But well, anyway. But also we'll see later, like the Ranger powers in this season are the most this is just magic. It's been in quite a while. So literally, literally Excalibur magic. Yep. Yep. Yeah, totally. Um so okay, so uh we we cut over to oh, oh also second question is is the um, Astro Mega Ship on Earth, yeah, or yeah. is this? Uh, it, it's got to be. I, I, I was wondering that, okay. but because like it's not clear for most of the episode, you haven't seen the first one. If the Astro Mega Ship, uh, if the Terra Venture is just in space somewhere, since it's still in orbit around Earth, I'm gonna give them benefit of the doubt and say they didn't literally put their spaceship museum aboard another spaceship. Cause okay, because that, that's what I was going to ask. <laughs> well, it, uh, here's the thing. I, I think it has to be aboard the Terra Venture. Otherwise, how are the Rangers going to get access to it as the season goes on? I mean, it's they're, they're going to like park it and dock it into Terra Venture, which is a huge space station. But I don't think the museum where it's being held is aboard the space station. They, they took it from Earth and parked it w- yeah. and, on well, Terra Venture. I feel like Venture. someone would notice the, it being parked on, on Terra Venture. Oh, I'm they sure do, someone they do. will notice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, um, just like to be clear, like the military staff of Terra Venture are aware of the Power Rangers and they have like a Batman relationship kind of with them for the rest of the season. So it's not it's not a secret that they have their ship on the Terra on Terra Venture. So Kai walks into this museum in his in his uniform and uh, 
Alpha is there, and I did not know Alpha was in this no, season. No, I, I, and I now I'm wondering if is Alpha in this whole season, and I completely forgot he was there. I'm just, he is I don't at know. least in like some episodes. It's yeah. not just this. So, so, so like he is around. So Alpha for- is working as a tour guide. Yeah, it seems like he's part of the exhibit. Like, because he's a robot, I guess. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> like, just it's, it's like, really weird. Because like, ribbons around, like velvet ropes around him and a little plaque that says, this is Alpha, he's still operational. He can't leave here. Just, like, gawk at him, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's the thing. Alpha 6 is a sentient being. He, <laughs> yes. Like, what? And and, and I, I guess he's got nothing better to do now with Zordon dead. I Fuck, what, what yeah. happened to, like... Okay, so uh, the the Z wave happened, and all the evil in the universe got destroyed, but not really. But whatever, uh, Alliance of Evil's gone. What what? Is, I guess this is getting into like fan fiction territory. But like, what's everybody up to now? Yeah. Where did well, uh, here's the thing? Yeah. Where did tri- Trey of Triforia go? How's <laughs> yeah? You how's Max Ryder doing? You would think with Zordon dead that the like original all the Ranger powers from the first six seasons would be gone, but you'd be wrong about that because the Space Rangers are going to show up later in the season and still have their powers. I don't which know where they you, are. Yeah, because you see them demorph, which like when the Z Wave happens, yeah. which to me implies their powers are gone. But I guess not. I guess it just demorphed yeah. them. I guess um, that's that's probably something that's going to come up a lot. Yeah, is because uh, again, this is stuff I'm getting like third hand from the fucking Linkara thing. But as I understand it, the Rangers tend to lose their powers at the end of a season from here on. Yeah, but also at just least still a fair have amount them. of But time. they yeah. still yeah. show up the next season for the crossover. So who right. knows? Uh, so uh, Kai uh, says, but yeah, maybe Alpha is just like whoever owns Terra Venture, or sorry, yeah. Uh, owns the fucking mega ship now is just like, yeah, you can live here as long as you uh-huh. <laughs> work as a tour guide, I guess. Um, uh, Kai is like, ah, I'm re Yes. GSA is recommissioning this vessel for a top secret assignment. Uh, and he like flashes his badge and, uh, uh, <laughs> Alpha's like, I mean, I don't know what that is, but okay, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, well, sure. Like, Take the ship. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, like Alpha like recognizes military credentials, uh-huh. I guess. He no, he's just like whatever. And then we finally uh a couple minutes into our second episode get uh-huh. our Green Ranger. We finally Damon. see a guy wearing all green coveralls like a mechanic's yes. outfit. It's it's funny because Kai is is the Blue Ranger, uh-huh. but because the GSA uh, uniform is just blue. Mm-hmm. He just has the uniform, yep. and everybody else they like try to 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 put the colors on. Yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Damon is the mechanic of uh of the museum again. Talking about the timeline, he's like, this thing can't. F-. He's <laughs> acting like fucking Harrison Ford yeah. in uh, Force Awakens, where yeah. he's like, no way, this like, hunk of junk. I, like- I spent my entire life, all 22 years of it, <laughs> aboard this ship trying to get it working, and there's nothing that can be done about it, so give it up. Yeah, he's he's acting like it has not flown in a decade. Like, it's so... He's Yeah, he's acting like it's a fucking uh, biplane from the 1940s. Uh-huh. Like, it's it's wild. Also, like, um, I, I get... I get why it is this way. It's shorthand for like a kid show. And I don't want to take anything away from like auto mechanics. It's a very mm-hmm. difficult job. You really got to know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. He works on a spaceship though. Like uh-huh. like 
Why, yeah. why is he? Why is he still just dressed like an auto mechanic? Greasy yeah. work. There's, you need to oil all the moving parts, even on a spaceship. So what? What do you oil in a spaceship? You know, pistons. Yeah, It's a it's a magic computer box. <laughs> the, yeah, it, it's it's. I mean. Listen, there, I'm sure there are gears, but it it is funny that he's just holding this giant wrench, and it's uh-huh. like, are you from a Ratchet and Clank game? Like, what is? <laughs> I mean, um, that, that does kind of fit the aesthetic. It's it's junker clunker sci fi is Ratchet and Clank, so uh-huh. like, yes, kind of makes sense. Um, yeah, it, I, I, it is great though the way he's like this old jalopy. Come on, this was a <laughs> it's Megazord. A, it's a fucking this Megazord. Is, this is an yeah. alien ship who that's also a Megazord that we didn't know existed until last year when the Power Rangers found it in space. It's an old piece of crap apparently compared to Terra Venture, which we just built. Yeah, it's really wild. Uh-huh. Um, what Kai, what shit has this guy worked on that he thinks is like hot new shit? Yeah, that's a good question. Because because he also you you know it's it's not in text, but you kind of get the idea that he's like I don't want to be here. Uh-huh. Like I've been uh, reassigned to this like bullshit posting because like the right. admiral didn't like what I said or whatever you know. Um. So. Uh, uh, Damon, um, is, uh, I'm sorry, I, I, I'm a little distracted. I think I, I just realized something. I don't know if we have usually said this, uh, because I feel like it's seasons that we are more familiar with, mm-hmm. uh, but Damon is a black guy, uh-huh. Kai is of Asian descent, I'd yep. have to look it up, yep. and then, um, let's see, uh, I is everyone else? I my, Maya I seems have to, to be. I'll have to check. I don't know. I don't know exactly what Maya is. I don't know what's the only reason concerned. I bring it up is because they. I I just do feel like they're continuing to try and keep yep. the cast diverse, uh, which is something they they're always very into, and I just don't know how else to bring it up. <laughs> it, it, the, thing, the thing about Maya is if her if her actress is not white, I, I I'm pretty sure she is. Uh, but even if she's not, most of her tribe definitely is, and it makes yes, the whole yeah, thing feel sure. a little they're, weird. They're the yeah, white sci-fi sure. natives from a different planet that you see in sci-fi a lot. Yeah, yeah. I'll get I'll get a little more information on that. But but yeah, I just wanted to mention that because uh, I don't think I would know if I was just listening because I haven't gotten here. So uh, the um, D- uh, Kai's ruse fails. Uh, Damon is immediately like, "I no, that's fake. What are you talking about? You're, bu- you're making up bullshit." Uh, and then Kai is like, "Okay, fine. Um, I uh, my friends got went through a portal, and I gotta go save them." And uh, Damon is like, "Okay, that's fine. Let's fly this thing that I just said definitely can't fly." <laughs> <laughs> um, also. Here's another question. Kai is like, okay, Alpha, Decca, I need your help. And uh-huh. I'm like, well, I guess it's this is like famous history. Yeah, so I mean, he just it's a knows. museum tour. Yeah. There, there, there was probably like a little like intercom talking about Decca earlier that he heard about. He yeah. would know about this. Fair enough. Uh, so he starts it up. Everything does. I mean, again, I buy that it's been grounded for a little bit. And and so it is a little rusty, right? It's it's got to shake off some of the some of the rust. Mm-hmm. But but he starts just doing it, and uh, and stuff starts breaking. And Damon is like, "All right, I'll do it," because you don't know what you're doing. And then he he takes over, and uh, and he just you know. knows how to fly this thing. Yes, mm-hmm. it's so wild. Like 
it, it, it's crazy how much this guy just knows how to do the spaceship. Uh-huh. And he's like the only one here. Like he he handles it alone. Uh-huh. This this really impressive. It's, it's, it's Which a real took, push yeah. button spaceship right there because it did take the whole crew in uh-huh. in space to fly this thing. So also, was his character's name Damon? Damon? Damon, fuck it! Like holy shit, dude! M- possibly already the most competent character in the show. Uh-huh. <laughs> we do get a uh, Star Trek pulling out of the. Uh, uh, the spaceport yep. ram into something yep. shot though, because yep. he he does smash it into a building briefly uh-huh. <laughs> before and, and they take off. Probably like wreck the museum like thing that's around the ship to begin with, because there seems to be some kind of ring thing around it. Like there's an entrance to the ship that's a building. Yeah, they, so it's so wild. They built this museum like attached to it, like yep. it was never going to move again. Yeah, and, the the yeah. ramp that let people in is is broken now. Yep. The gift shop is donezo. Uh, the little four year old girl that someone accidentally left behind, she's just yep. trapped now. Uh, also, you <laughs> see you see a, a shot of the mega ship taking off from below, and there's clearly a skylight above it. So like the mega ship is inside the museum, and it just wrecks the ceiling. I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's very funny. Uh-huh. Um, so they get to space. And there is just a portal in space, which is so like, yep. they were like, because, okay, there was a portal on the moon that opened and then closed. And Kai was like, I've, I don't know exactly how, but I'm gonna have to follow them. Uh-huh. And so he went to space and there was a portal. Yep. Like, congrats. We did it. You just needed to find the portal in space. Oh, I like, I love that you see like the museum guests looking at the ship taking off and some of them have like Astro Megaship toys in their hands. Yes. That's very cute. Yep. I like that part. Um, so they fly through this portal, uh, and we cut back to, uh, uh, Leo, who also followed them through, but wasn't with the rest of the group. Um, he is attacked by a couple of stingwingers, uh, and as continue, he does say three against one, I can handle this. And then there's like eight of them. So maybe he doesn't know numbers. Mm-hmm. That would maybe be a problem. <laughs> I think he just didn't see the rest of them oh, is, is the idea. Fair enough. Um, so, so what the fuck is with the? So they're like wasp people. I so guess the whole the enemies in this season are the Zerg. Yeah, or, they're or bug the, aliens. So that's, yeah, yeah. And so these are their foot soldier alien people. Yeah, or uh, sorry, bug people. Basically, yeah. Um, I like their designs. I think they're yeah. cool. Uh, they got little uh, hook hand, or uh, like scythe hands and, and yeah. shit like that. So I, I assume they're original to Power Rangers, since it's not the pirate things from the yes. Sentai. They're pretty mm-hmm. good for all, like original mooks. All of the bad guys that we're gonna see, definitely this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, the main bad guy, Scorpius, Trakina, uh, are built for this. Mm-hmm. The um, Furio is that yeah. his name? Yeah. Furio, weirdly, is a repurposed Sentai suit from a different season oh, that they wow. didn't use okay which is why he's like not bug themed at all yeah he, he just like he doesn't looks kind of like a flower a little bit so i thought like there's some kind of thematic link there i guess but yeah he he i don't i think it, they were just like i mean we're gonna use this suit so yeah, we have a yeah, suit right it, there so yes I mean, it's a real good suit yeah it's nice it's just not really buggy but like buggish yeah. uh so uh, continuing the the thread of this season, and I can't wait until they're fully just Power Rangers because I continue to get 
irritated by them holding these giant fucking guns and then not using them at all. Uh-huh. <laughs> he just kind of punch and kicks at them and uh-huh. they beat him up pretty quick. Uh, until uh, the rest of uh, the crew fa- finds him. Yep. Mike Kendricks the, the, and Mi- Maya. Good. Yeah, the mooks just just kick him straight into his friends, which is pretty lucky, yes. I guess. Yes. Uh, we we find they stumble upon the um, uh, the the town the the village here, uh, and Furio is like, "Tell me how to get the quasar sabers out of this rock." Which we talked about it last time. It has not stopped being hilarious to me mm-hmm. that it's Excalibur, but five. Yep. Uh, <laughs> just did it five times. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, so can can I? Can I go Good. on a t- uh, on a rant on a little tangent? Yes, that absolutely. that's been stewing in my brain because we did all the Zordon stuff. I've been thinking about the first season of Power Rangers, and because it's folks have been talking about it for the fifth anniversary, I've been thinking about the 2017 Power Rangers again, and I'm thinking, you know, it it kind of sucks. Uh, it it kind of takes something away from the characters to just have them be like destined chosen heroes. You take away a lot of opportunity for like character motivation and mm-hmm. and things like that if it's just a mystical power comes out and says, I, I choose you. You're the hero now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was very much the case with Zordon as well. Yeah. But there is an upside to doing it that way. Yes. And it's I, that you yeah. don't have to do nearly as much legwork explaining why everyone is where they are uh-huh. and where the heroes, like how they get to the starting scenario. Like you don't have to explain the inciting incident too much. It's just like, right. These are this are a dude or multiple dudes, and they get powers because they're chosen and off off to the races. Yep. And a problem, and and like the 2017 Power Rangers movie, part of the reason it wound up spending so much fucking time with them not being Power Rangers is they didn't want to do the Zordon chooses them thing, so they had to do a whole lot of legwork to explain how these random teens wound up on the buried spaceship and all that jazz. Right. Yeah. This intro kind of has the worst of both worlds because these these characters just get chosen they just have like the plot handed to them but in spite of that it still takes them forever to get here we spent so much legwork setting up terra venture and setting up this mystical weird white people tribe in space and just all these pieces on the board and in spite of all that legwork it's still just a chosen one narrative and it's sort of a worst of both worlds i think I get where you're coming from. I feel like they changed the status quo so much that they were going to have to explain what's going on with Terra Venture and shit. Like, here's the just- thing. Well, here's the thing. You could still do Terra Venture and you could still do, you know, all this other shit, but I could think of a much more elegant way to have the Power Rangers become Power Rangers. Okay. Kai goes to the uh, Astro Mega Ship to try and commandeer it. Alpha 6 walks out. I was like, oh, hey. Kai, what's up? And, you know, it's like, I need to go rescue my friends. like, rescue your friends, huh? Okay, well, let's go. And then, you know, they go and they meet the rest of the team. And it's like, oh, no, we're surrounded by these bug monsters. What are we going to do? And then Alpha 6 busts out some Power Ranger shit. And they become Rangers. He just gives it to him. Yeah, Yeah, he just gives it to him. Because, like, it's just like, well, uh, y'all are looking to save some people in space. I have a, a history of helping young people save people in space. Here you go. And so it stops being a destiny thing and more just a right place, right time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, the, so the one counter argument I have to that is, and we'll, we're, well, actually, let me just save it. You, until, you can even go a step there. further and say that Damon made the swords. 
I, I mean, hey, uh, I, I agree with you that I don't always love the chosen one narrative. I will talk uh, in a minute about the part of, of this I really like. Um, so he, uh, so Furio is, but but yeah, I mean, it, it's a good point that like it does take them to morph, uh, you know, forty five minutes of the hour opening. Um, so we we get uh, Furio is threatening everybody, um, and the old guy who I don't think we get a name for is like, no, you can't have them. You'll never figure it out. Uh, the 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 crew shows up: Leo, Mike, Kendricks, and Maya. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, Furio Furio's like, "What? Four of you are gonna stop me?" Mm-hmm. And then Kai and uh, Damer <laughs> run out and are like, "No, six of us." Uh-huh. And I wanted Furio to be like, "I have a thousand bug yeah. people." Yeah, like it doesn't. Between the what six you of you, about? you have two guns and a wrench. <laughs> so come yeah. at us. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like. It's not that big a deal for me, the difference between those. Uh-huh. Uh, so we've got a fight. It is a little weird because the, the, you have like 50 tribe extras who are just standing around. Yep. And like, I get that they're supposed to be saving them, but uh-huh. it does seem like they could help maybe. Yep. <laughs> um, it's a pretty fun fight. Uh, you get the idea, you know, they're they're overmatched by these... Uh, um, bug men whose names I've forgotten. I just said it, but I can't remember yeah. what they're called now. Me too. Uh, so Mike gets knocked down by Furio next to the Quasar Sabres, and he pulls one out because yep. he is one of the chosen people uh-huh. and uh, blocks Furio's uh, sword, and it's actually pretty cool. Like, it looks yep. pretty good. I like I like this bit. Uh, Mike does a, g- a good yell. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and uh, everybody else um, runs over to him and he's like, whoa, I got one. Uh-huh. And everyone everyone else is just like, I guess we'll give it a shot uh-huh. and grabs one. Except for <laughs> yeah, Le- Leo. Leo's not like Leo doesn't. I don't I don't know. He's not part of the group that gives it a shot. But Damon, the guy no one there even knows he's going to pull out a sword, yes. I guess. Yes. Um, so everyone. uh freaks out Maya who li- has lived there her whole life I guess never uh-huh. tried or yep. just didn't try the right one uh-huh. maybe question mark I'm or she sure. needed to be with them she was probably one of the people who were gonna do the the ceremony before shit went sideways wasn't she mm-hmm. she was there I don't remember if she was gonna try but maybe she wasn't of age yet or something I don't know yeah I don't know I also my, I so I do wonder if like if so if Maya tried to pull out Leo's, would it have worked, or 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 do you have to do the the specific uh, I mean, one yeah, for you? Your color probably, I guess. But um, I assume it turns your color after you pull a sword. I, I'm assuming the swords are not color specific yet. Uh, okay, fair enough. This is um, me just. I'm just trying to reach the show halfway here. Uh-huh. I'm, just, I'm trying no, to make I'm just, I, Also, like it's if it's they're fucking chosen heroes. It's destiny. It's whatever. Who, who cares? Yeah. Again, that's yeah. again that's my problem with uh with the chosen destiny is you can just like hand wave everything. Yep. You know. I, I'm just teasing a little bit because uh, Luke last episode was like because when they show this montage of everyone trying to pull them out, they only try the one. They mm. all only try the one. Well, like, everyone wants on the to right. be the red, man. It's yeah. That's and how it's it just is. funny to be like, Oh, I guess that could have worked if you tried one of the other yep. ones. Yep. Anyway, uh, 
Leo does not have a sword, uh, and he is like sort of psyched that they've got them, but also bummed out. Uh, Furio, no, I wanted to be the chosen one. Mm. Furio stabs the ground, and uh, a a Photoshop filter yep. basically uh, overtakes the the village and turns everyone to stone. Yep. That is the the way. Mike, that I know that that's what was happening is that the elder yells, get out or you'll be turned to stone. Uh-huh. That's the only way that I know what this okay. is. Yeah. I must because, have just missed that line. Well, it again, I understand it's, it's Power Rangers, budget, you know, all that stuff. I get it. It's a bad filter. It is also, I want to say, the exact same effect that they use for the Z-Wave. I'm pretty sure it's mm. literally the exact same effect. Oh, that, no, this like, is de- it's definitely the same effect for, like, what, yeah. what Elgar turned into before he turned to dust. Yes, yes. Well, for, the, for like, the guys who get dusted, it's that exact same effect. Um, but, yeah, they're turned to stone. The rangers get out. Uh, and it's, it's interesting because – so you have this magic forest that has these magical things, but uh, – And, you know, they find it right at the beginning, but then, you know, it's turned to stone immediately. So they it's kind of a a weird way to do it Uh, instead of like questing for them, the swords or whatever. Um, So Furio finds them uh, and uh, there is a funny shot where everybody like squares up with their sword, except Leo, who's just doing fisticuffs, which is funny. Uh Furio stabs his sword into the ground again, except this time it makes a huge chasm. Yep. This guy Mike, can do some wild shit, by yeah, the yeah. Oh, He has a sword that can, like, kill an entire planet in basically one hit. Yes. Uh, and Mike falls into this chasm, and Leo runs over to help him, and... Uh, in grand Zordon tradition, mm-hmm. uh, Mike is just immediately like, well, I'm dead. Yep. Uh, don't even try to help me. Yep. Here, like, takes the, he take lo- this he saber. He looks like the distance is not far where he could just grab his hand or whatever, or even yeah, grab... Yeah, it really does look like he could just climb up a little bit yep, and yep. just grab his brother's hand. Or, you know, grab the saber, which does not look sharp and looks extremely plasticky, and just pull him by the sword, I guess. But yeah. no, they don't do that. Yeah. He just... here's, here's the thing. Uh, this is purely based on... Th- this is my read on everything I know about this character so far. Maybe we learn some stuff later in the season. But it does seem like his primary motivator in life is being a dick to his brother. <laughs> so sort of seem that I way, feel yeah. like you know is I, I feel like in this moment he's like, oh, hold up, golden opportunity. You know what would really fuck my brother up? Watching me die. <laughs> let's do it. Let, let's fucking pull the ripcord. Let's go. Hand exactly. him the sword. Tell him like I've always believed in him, and then just uh-huh. fucking let go. And then and then die. So hard. He falls the hardest. This is, this is the most dead anyone the has. Ab- yeah. <laughs> it's not just that he falls into the abyss. It's after he falls, the chasm closes. It slams yes. shut and crushes his body. And like we're about to see, then later the entire planet turns to stone. And then they yes. go back through the portal and it's on the other side of the universe. So He, he falls a great height <laughs> into some evil mist, probably like some weird magic lava, uh-huh. gets crushed by rocks, 
turned yeah. to stone. He is the deadest anyone so, has ever been. Simon, the way you put that really cracked me up. It's like, okay, uh. so he fall, he falls forever. Check. He gets crushed <laughs> to death. Check. He's His corpse is stone. Check. Also, we're all the way across the galaxy, so we can't get to him. Yep. Just, it's so funny. Like, and obviously... You know, like like we said, we we know because of time that he's alive. Question yeah. mark somehow, <laughs> but it's, but it's I, really I, funny. I, I'm much happier knowing that he's going to be the sixth ranger because I don't remember how that happens, and it's way more exciting <laughs> to figure out how they're going to do that now. Yeah, I can't wait for their explanation about how he survives. Uh-huh. It's just I be- can't fucking wait. <laughs> It's really funny because the thing is, it either has to be really specific. It has to be like, well, actually, <laughs> or, uh, if you it's see either that, diagram, or he just shows up and he's fine for some reason. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, he's super duper dead. Uh, well, actually, so I, I will, I will let you all uh, on a little, a little secret, a little Mike secret. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, if you don't tell somebody that you know a good bar before you die, you don't actually die. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> I see. True. Good, good, yeah. good. It's magic. <clears throat> Speaking uh, of Mike, uh, Eric, yes. please cut in everyone screaming Mike, including yes. the guy who doesn't know him. This okay. Yeah, this is yeah. Yes, yes. Damon has no idea who this is. Uh-huh. No, everyone else knows who this is. Well, uh, actually, does Maya know who this is? I don't know. Well, she uh, spent some time with him since he's been with, on the planet. They, he, she was with him for a little bit, at least. Yeah. Uh, but yes, Damon's never met this guy unless later we find out. Damon, Damon is he's, having a day. He's yes, just he at really work is. at the museum. This guy barges <laughs> in. He's like, "I need to steal a spaceship to get through a dimensional portal." And he's like. Yep. Okay, buddy. I mean, if, if Alpha seems cool with it, all right, let's go. And then he goes to this other planet. He's attacked by bugs. He gets a magic uh, sword. He gets That's a magic a big, sword. Big, He's big a superhero day. now. Yes. Uh, the planet turns to stone. He watches some guy die, and everyone else seems really like like really distraught about it. It's like, oh well, everyone else is yelling, Mike. I, I guess. I guess uh, Mike. Genuinely, that has to be it. Everyone else was screaming his name, so he's like, yep. I mean. I'm gonna I look feel bad, weird like you know. I... <laughs> yeah. When in Rome, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can't, can't be the only one who's not yelling, Mike. Yeah, yeah, like literally, I just, I guess, I just have to scream his name, also, or it would, <laughs> I would feel bad about it. Uh, but yeah, everyone yells, Mike, this, as I, he dies. You know what? I'm gonna try. We usually forget to do this kind of thing. I think I'm gonna try and keep this thrilling because, like, everyone else, like, is either part of the army or seeking adventure or they're mm-hmm. avenging their village. Damon just went to work one day, and then a whole bunch of weird shit happened. <laughs> he really did. He just went to work. He's it's probably so never even been to space before now, and now this yeah. is happening. He, I, he, like, I, yeah. I, wanted, I want us to try and go through this, view the rest of the season through this lens of, like, huh? everyone else, like, had some kind of tie into the main hook of the season. But huh? Damon Damon's just was just doing I'm, his job. I'm a museum curator. I don't belong here. <laughs> yeah, I had no intention up. of getting on Terra Venture. I guess I'm just here now. I guess I'm, I'm <laughs> this I guess is my I'm never seeing now. Earth again. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't say goodbye to anybody because I thought I'd be back home at five. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Jesus. So so poor Damon, poor Mike. Uh, Leo has a sword now. Uh, Furio um, kind of uh, 
uh, you know, taunts him and is like, what, does little brother want a piece of me too? And also, again, everybody seems to know a lot about Mike and his brother, uh, <laughs> despite just well, the thing is that Mike man. is the most important person in the universe. Oh, yeah. Everybody yeah. knows about Mike. Uh, so Leo's got the sword, um, and they all square up to, to have a fight. Um, you do see uh, that when he holds it, it, it like glows red. Um, and then they all get their uh, their their morphers, mm-hmm. um, which uh, they're called the transmorphers. Mm-hmm. I found out for this season, so that's pretty good. Um, but yeah, I, I so there's a couple of things I want to say right here. First of all, I like the quasar sabers a lot. I think it's this is the first time, and I don't really remember any other ones where like the power there is from their weapon and it's like their main weapon is a sword uh, that they all have. And I think it looks pretty cool. The problem with that is that it's a plastic toy and you can really tell sometimes. And I understand like the whole power Rangers thing is it has to be because when you buy it, you want it to like look like the one in the show, Mm -hmm. but it does mean that occasionally it's like, man, you know, if it was just like a gun, it would be less obvious how fake it was. Yep. Like, it's just, yeah. I mean, so it's also, a- the tip of, first of all, it looks like it's collapsible because, like, the, the blade has kind of two sections to it, and it looks like one of them, like, kind of jams into the other. The tip, the tip of it is some kind of, you know, I hate to say it, but it looks like a big penis. Uh, there's a thing at the tip <laughs> yeah, of it, it that is bigger, and, you know, everything, like, come together makes this thing looks like the least sharp least least effective weapon ever yes it definitely does not look sharp Mm -hmm. i i like the design overall for a power rangers weapon but but yes it's hard (laughs) not to it it definitely maybe it's just because it's a sword i I, I got i got interrupt so i'm watching this on youtube because uh as opposed to our entirely legally uh, acquired copies of the Mm -hmm. past like the show's just on youtube now uh but the subtitles are auto-generated by YouTube. Oh, great. Uh, oh, boy. And the thing is, apparently, YouTube's uh, like auto-subtitle thing doesn't know how to interpret someone yelling Mike. And okay. every time a character does it, it puts applause. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's so funny. <laughs> applause. Oh, that's perfect. I love that. Fuck, that's funny. So yeah, these they're cool, but it is obvious they're fake. And also, also obvious is they hold these up as they shake and glow. Uh, and by shake, I mean everybody wiggles their fake sword as they hold it up to the sky as it gets hit by CGI lightning. Um, and they morph. The morphing sequence is pretty cool. I like the morphing sequence. Uh, it's pretty neat. You have like the. The, the we said before uh, last episode that the the um, the Charlie Brown bits, so to speak, in the middle is supposed to mm-hmm. evoke jaw- Jaws, 
and you see that extra in this because it, they like come together as they start morphing. So it's like a, a mouth snapping shut. And also they are posed under like a big coin of their animal so that the eyes of the coin and the quote unquote mouth of their suit line up. It's cool. It's really like smart. And it's a, a really neat. Good I design bit. Generally speaking, really like these suits with one specific exception. Okay. The red Ranger helmet has this extra like yellow bit on the top. That's big and obvious. And I I don't like it at all. Everyone else's accents are just like silver, you know, and they, you know, so they fit the, the like weird power Ranger silver mouth thing that, you know, we just have sometimes. So it doesn't break the color scheme, but for some reason, the red Ranger just has yellow shit on his head. I think it's because he is a lion, is his his animal, and it wanted they wanted to. Uh, by the way, his name's Leo, folks. Uh, anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, I think it, they maybe wanted to do like a main thing, but it's also like not. It's very minimal, so they could have just left it out. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, um, or just or just like not broken the color scheme and just made it silver. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, and that's not that's not the fault of Power Rangers. That's the that's the Sentai, whatever, the Ginga Man. Like, yeah. yeah, I did not, not a fan of the Ginga re- Man red helmet. They also, um, in this sequence, you see uh, their element, uh, including the pink being flowers, which, uh, which Emily mentioned in the, uh, uh, the Ginga Man galleon there. Um, so they, they morph, uh, and they all pose off. And, uh, yeah, like a lot of poses with swords, which is neat um, cause, and a little bit different since they are, you know, we've always had weapons, but, like, they make it a lot more part of their core, part of their team, basically. Um, uh, so you see them posing with them a lot. Uh, that said... Yes. Yeah. I was going to say, we get a lot of cool fights here. We also get the Rangers in sequence, like, reacting to, holy cow, these powers are great. I love having superpowers, especially Damon, like, really gets into it. Uh, which, again, like, thank goodness, some some good thing happens to him from all this. I know. Uh, the, the Leo saying, I've never felt such power 30 seconds after his brother died. He's like, these powers funny. are great. All yeah. right. Yeah. He, he watched his brother die, uh, like, less than a minute ago. Yes, it's very funny. And like his grief seems to be what activated the powers almost the way it was edited. So like, did his grief go <laughs> into the suits? Is that like yeah. it's gone now? Yeah, it's very funny. Uh, the fights are good. Uh, I will note that uh, like I'm gonna try and track this. Everyone holds their sword different, and I wonder if that will stick oh, that's around cool. or if uh, it's like a. You know, it's just whatever the the actor felt like that day. That, and that, I noticed specifically because the Pink Ranger holds it with that weird, like, reverse grip you yeah. only see in anime, and, and, basically. And, and, and Kai yeah. kind of holds it like a claymore, but, like, on his shoulders yes. behind his head. It's pretty cool. That's, yeah. That Everybody feels like a it. Sentai thing that they maybe tried yeah. to copy. Yeah. That, d- that definitely neat. has the vibes of the Sentai did this, and we're trying to yeah. we're trying to make that happen as well. Because I, I have to imagine, like, why would they, why would they do that if... Unless it was, uh, you know, something that they're going to use Sentai footage later and the characters do that and they have yeah. to try and maintain yeah. some level of consistency. Yeah, yeah. It's, cool. it's a cool little bit, though. Damon, uh, everybody gets to do kind of a cool thing 
Damon's in particular, I have to mention because he can fly, I guess, or at least like glide. <laughs> I mean, he's a spaceship mechanic, so of course, yeah. He can. And his, I'm not sure exactly what his animal is. We'll we'll find out, I'm sure. But it is a bird, uh, so I guess that kind of makes yeah. sense. And also, yeah. after he like like flies, uh, what, what's what's the yellow ranger's name? Maya. 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 She like goes up into a tree and yeah. shit. Hers yeah. is a like cheetah, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, the 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 fight choreography here is good. Like it's mm-hmm. it's good, and it's also American footage because yep. it's again they're fighting American bad guys. Um, but but also, Damon, real quick, Damon does a little dance after he uh, mm-hmm. flies at some guys and cuts them up, and I just think that's very cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I like him yeah. already. <laughs> yeah, already my favorite character, pretty yeah, easily, he's, just he's far fun. and away. Um. Uh. So. Furio, uh, you know, attacks Leo and we get, I think, the only Sentai footage in the whole two-parter, which is uh, his special move mm-hmm. where he energizes the Quasar Saber uh, and a bunch of fire uh, like comes around him and then he uh, blows Furio the hell up. I know he's not dead, so um, I guess we're back to like Goldar rules where he'll just yep. blow up and yeah. then still be yep. there, be around <laughs> next week. Yep. That's just, um, it, it, I'm assuming this guy's like the general of the season. Yep. He's the so. first general of the season and there's other ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, so he, uh, Oh, he get, just gets back up. I missed that part. Okay. They start to run away because, uh, you know, the effect is bad, but I admire the attempt they are fighting in front of the forest as the forest, like you see the forest gradually turn into stone behind them. It's literally the opening of Final Fantasy IX, which is probably <laughs> yeah, not. I, I was thinking that too, just like with Blake yeah. tossing the map and then getting yep. turned to stone. Yep, it's that, exactly. Um, they they run away. Uh, there's also, I don't really know how to describe it. They run a very specific way in this season, and that stays around. And I don't know why or if it has anything to do with anything or it's just a thing they chose to do in the Sentai, and so they had to match it in the Power Rangers. But they run a weird way that yeah. I don't have words for. I, I'm sorry. It's it's interesting. <laughs> uh, also, they fly now. They fly yeah, now? they fly now. They fly now. Yeah, they fly yeah, now. They, 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 sp- they spawn wings out of their back. The Stingwingers which, is what mm-hmm. they're called. I Stingwingers, right yeah. Which um, admittedly is different from uh, uh, the way the Tangas did their shit. Yes, mm-hmm. and also, uh, I mentioned it last episode, but I kind of love, honestly, how they jump up in the air yeah. and then turn into CG. Yeah, the, the, the effect That's- looks actually kind of good for what it is. Yes, it's very funny that it's like this is an actor in a suit. He do a little hop, and now it's a computer, and it fly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Now, um, now we need to put ourselves into Alpha's head because he just like took a took the Kai and Damon to a ride to this other planet, saw them leave the ship, and then just hung out there for a few minutes, and then five Power Rangers come back to the ship. Yes. Also, real quick, they slam the the Astro Mega Ship door. Yeah. And a bunch of the Stingwingers run into yes, it. Yes, sp- and they splat, splat on into it. it. Which is it's good. pretty good. 
But yeah. I will say Alpha seems pretty stoked about there being Power yeah. Rangers uh-huh. again. I mean, like, as far as has kind of lend credits to the idea that he's had nothing to do uh-huh. for a yes. while, right? And like, does Alpha even know that it's possible for there to be Power Rangers other than Zordon's Rangers? That's, That's the thing. So this is a well, good yeah, point. definitely because like there were the equations, if nothing else. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, or, that's true. That's true. But it, it is. I. It's possible because Zordon knew them, though. Mm-hmm. So maybe he gave them their power. Yeah, that's what that's this what is, I'm thinking. This is the first one that we for sure know has nothing to do with Zordon. Yeah, and we. Know, I mean, I guess. Um, uh, Ninja made the first coins, right? Yeah, I that's think. true. That's true. Yeah, um, the, the Mighty Morphin were Ninja Rangers, technically. But definitely, yes. But definitely, this is the first where like Alpha is just like, oh, okay. There's other rangers uh, out there. Okay, cool. There's just other stuff, which mm-hmm. you know they've they've done a decent job of like retconning as just like yeah, there's yeah. lots of ways to. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. Alpha's definitely known gray. about there being like other stuff out in the world at minimum, even before you met Zordon. Uh, oh wait, no, that was Alpha Five. I was I was going to bring up Mass yeah. Rider again. But, yeah, yeah. Well, well, actually, that's the thing. Where did did Mass Rider's grandpa also make Alpha Six? I don't know who made Alpha Six. I can't remember. It's a good question. Because like, either the implication is that Mass Rider Grandpa made all the alphas, and he made the previous four in addition to Alpha Five, and then made six, or like anybody can make an alpha. Like, who gets to decide what does and doesn't count as an alpha unit? Then you know, like, what if what if two um, people make an alpha unit at the same time, and they have to fight over who gets to be seven? Yeah, the Ranger Wiki doesn't say where he comes from, so it's, it just says he he shows up with Demetria. That's mm-hmm. it. Like it doesn't say where where he comes from. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. And like, I, you know, just at this point, I'll mention like I know it's rec- It's like just some shit they figured out. But like, honestly, in terms of retcons for a series, figuring out just saying like yeah. There's uh, an energy that, you know, is is basically the force and there's like lots of different ways to tap into it. And that's why all of these people are Power Rangers, even Mm -hmm. though it's all different. Like, good work. Yeah, that's (laughs) pretty much figured it out. Yeah, that's all we need. (laughs) It's it's Um, like ether in Final Fantasy. It's just you find different ways to tap into it. Maybe Mm -hmm, you tap into it by doing book magic maybe you tap into it by wielding a battle axe and get real angry but you've tapped right. into it somehow yeah yeah uh speaking of like basically being magic so uh maya knows what a power ranger is of course yes yeah this is so she says like wow we're we're power rangers and i'm gonna be watching her because i'm really curious to see if there is any sort of like wow spaceship Mm-hmm. Or, or like, if she immediately just knows technology because they yeah. don't want to bother. She, she with did that live stuff. in a forest hut prior to this, right? So. That's what I'm saying. Like, she because because I know it's different, but they do Coda in in Dino Charge, who's literally a caveman who got yeah. frozen in ice, yeah, and yeah. he is constantly like, how how car, uh-huh. and you know it should be that way. Uh, but I kind of get the feeling they're not going to do that. I'm not sure why I think that. I just sort of feel like they're not going to do that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, they they, they dropped it. The, the thing, it, it mostly reminds me of Tanya. And although she had the thing of like, we weren't sure if she was from ancient Africa or just from Africa or not. 
You yes. know? Yes. Yes. Because if she was just from Africa, okay, that's fine. You know, like it's it's whatever. Uh, but if but if she's from like ancient times, then then it becomes a problem Emily, that she understands everything so quickly. Emily always argued we were being obtuse. I really don't know what they were supposed to be doing. Like I don't know. I'm not trying to be a dick. Mm-hmm. It, it was confusing to me. <laughs> um, but yeah, that that's true. We'll see. They, and they dropped it with Andros too. Like he did a little bit of fish out of water stuff, and then was fine. Um, so anyway, they are all, they get on the ship, Furio's like, ah, dang, they got away, as the whole planet turns to stone, except for him and his buddies, because I guess he, since he cast the spell, they're immune, I guess. Um, Damon- well, they, they ran but, from the spell, so, like, Yeah, but there's know. a shot of, of Furio, like, just standing there as everything turns to stone around him, and he isn't affected, I don't know, it- Maybe that's just like the way the shot is, but um, Damon takes them back through the portal uh, in the uh, the ship, uh, the Astro Mega ship. Also, Simon, I'm I. They never turn this into the Megazord, right? I don't think so. It's not that's they not just their have ship. A ship. I don't yeah, think the Astro Megazord shows up except if maybe like there's a crossover episode where the space rangers come back so maybe they take the mega ship at that point to have a, their own it's, robot but i don't know it's not really a problem it's just weird that yeah. they have another i guess it needs that shuttle technically yeah. but like i mean i don't know it, they use the ship to go to other planets over the course of the series but most of the action does in fact take place take place on terra venture which they yeah, pretty much but treat they use like it a just Earth. like a shuttle and yeah. it's a it's a goddamn Megazord. Yeah. It's weird. Uh, so um, Maya is like, whoa, we've we've got the swords. Those are the Quasar Sabers. She then tells us, like, the whole backstory again that we just got told, which, mm-hmm. okay, fine. Um, uh, there's a little montage of, like, warriors trying to pull the swords and not being able to. And I wish, yes. I wish so bad that you saw, like, Andros there and Tommy there and Goldar there trying to put it out and not that being able really to. That would be really funny. Just yeah. different. Yeah, that would be great. Mm-hmm. Um, so she explains, like, yep, so because of that, we're Power Rangers and we have responsibility to uh, to save the the world and protect the galaxy uh and yeah okay that's cool yep that's what um, they do yep. i like i just noticed also while she's talking and she's kind of holding her hands up that the gloves have uh the line on them as well the zigzag yep uh and then we get uh a shot of leo holding his after she just talked about how they were chosen and mike mm-hmm. this is the part i like about this yep which is Everyone else has been mystically yeah. chosen. Yeah, Leo's but just your picked Red up the Ranger, sword. Yeah, yes, just has to like fig, like you know, give himself self worth and yeah. like uh, accept that he is good, like good and worthy. Even yeah. though literally the other his other friends were magically chosen by fate to do mm-hmm. this, and he just grabbed it, like. I like that part. We'll see what they do with it. If this show is good, this is the core of his like character conflict for the season is he's not sure of himself because he doesn't feel like he was chosen by swords. I don't know if they'll do anything with it, but, Mm -hmm. but that's a fun setup for a chosen one narrative is like, yeah, I'm not though, but, but I still have to do it. Like Mm -hmm. that's, that's cool. I like that. Um, 
so we got up to the Terra Venture, uh, and yeah, do we yeah we see them dock dock it there. So they yep. they just fly it in there. Oh, they're, um, they're yeah, like I said. Well, we don't see we don't see it in this episode actually because it just cuts from them docking to them walking into like a yeah. little speech that the commander is giving. And that's it. But I yeah. I I do love uh, I, I again not to not to dwell on this too much, but again I, in my mind this is no idea where the series is going to go. In my mind, this is the actual emotional core of the show mm. is uh, Maya turning to everybody and being like, "It is our." It is our job to defend the universe. We have been chosen to put our lives on the line to defend all that is good. Mm -hmm. The two soldiers nod. The guy looking to avenge his brother nods. Mm -hmm. Damon's just like, hold up. Wait, hold on. I... Hold on. (laughs) Yeah. There's no... There's no bit, not even a joke line about like, um, okay, so we're going to go to Terra Venture and never return to Earth. Do you want to come with us or no? Like, David does not... He's not given a choice. Uh... He just has to go with everybody else. Um, and yeah, like... And like, nothing against the guy. He seems like a nice guy. Like, mm-hmm. he, he helped Kai out in a pinch in, like, a real doozy of a situation. He's just like, please, you have to trust me. I need to steal this historically important spaceship to go to another dimension to save my friends. Please, I need your help. And he's just like... yeah. All right, like he's a good guy. I'm not saying he's going to be reluctant because, like, because, like, yeah, I, I, I am certain he's down to be a hero instantly. But also, none of this was on on the oh, on his plate when he woke up yeah, this morning. No, for real, he fell ass backwards into this in a way that the rest of them did not. It's like, yeah, it's very. To me, funny. this is to me this is the audience surrogate. He <laughs> he he's just a working class dude. He's a spaceship mechanic on the only spaceship on Earth that doesn't actually go anywhere. He's mostly just a museum curator, but, like, he got the job because they needed someone who knew how to fix things. He's like, all right, yeah, sure. And yeah. just now he's a Power Ranger. Okay. And now he's going to seek uh, a habitable world across the galaxy. Whoops. Yep. Because li- they make it pretty clear that literally they get back and then TerraVenture leaves Earth. Yep. Like immediately, like they they made yeah, they, it. They just have seconds. time to walk over to the bridge. At least Kai and Kendrick yes. do, and then the the launch ten ten two one. Let's go, calm down. Yeah, and they take off and go into space, and then we see the main villain of the series, uh, who. So, I said they were the Zerg, and they, I said they were the Zerg instead of um, uh, from Starcraft instead yep. of like you know, one of the other alien bug races because they have this dude whose name is Scorpius. Yep. Scorpius, which is the same name as the main bad guy from Farscape, which aired started yes. airing the same year as this, so it can only That's be a funny. coincidence. But <laughs> what what is probably not a coincidence is that StarCraft came out a year before this aired, so it's really hard I... to write it off. I haven't looked up a picture of the Overmind, but boy, in my memory, he looks well, exactly the, the, the like the Overmind is just a big eye when he's talking to you, and he's like just this big mass of flesh when he's on okay. the map. But okay, so but yeah. still, that's what it is. Yeah. Like yeah, there's, and like there's 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 this guy Scorpius who is like the Overmind, and there, there's Trakina who is exactly like Kerrigan later on. So yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah fair point. Yeah, it definitely has that flavor. Uh, yeah, and and yeah, is so. spaceships like a dragonfly thing? 
Like the whole the whole thing's got an insect vibe, yep. and I I don't I don't like it. It's gross. They're gross. I hate They're looking gross. at this dude. Yeah, he's gross. He's gross looking in a way that is like the. I I don't think he's as scary as Zed was when they got those complaints, but like he's really gross. I'm yeah, kind of surprised. They, they, well, they, they have a they big animatronic puppet, and they spritz some water on it to make it all slimy and gross. And yes, yeah, it moves just a little bit as it's talking. They probably reuse that footage for the whole season, but it's it's effective. Yes. Uh, he's very much. Uh, this this is a shout out to someone Emily likes. Thought slime. There, love of wet puppets. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, he's a point. wet puppet. He's a wet puppet. Uh, and he talks to. Uh, yeah, it is like a dragonfly is their spaceship, and he, Furio is. Oh like, shit! Sorry. There, there. I I'm, thought slime is a they. My bad. Yeah. Oh, I, there I, you sorry. Go. Yes. Just, just uh, the. But yeah, the. Um, uh, the the dragonfly spaceship is just like takes off after Furio is like, "Hey, I fucked up," and Scorpius is like, "Cool, go get those quasar sabers, do it right now." <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's the beginning of the series, and I I I said this kind of last episode, but I really like this. It's very different. I'm very curious. To see how much I know it will become normal Power Rangers at least some, but like I want to know how normal Power Rangers it gets. Is it still gonna be weird? Like in cause because in space, like halfway straddled, like literally we just go like do the normal teen shit and also the but it also had the Star Trek stuff. So yeah, so like there's a lot going on kind of Again, to just borrow shit from other content creators, this is very like uh, the setup for this is very much what like the blank check guys would call a sweaty setup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like there's just like, there's just a lot. It's like okay, so the the Earth is building an arc to go to another galaxy, and this guy wants in. His brother is a soldier, and yes. his brother and two other soldiers are doing training things on the moon. So he sneaks onto the ship, and then yeah. so they're really? they, they're on the moon. Like so he he snuck in. He's doing some star strips. Troop, Starship Trooper shit on the moon. Meanwhile, there's these mystical swords on another planet on the other <laughs> side of the universe. Yeah. Uh, they do like some sword in the stone shit, and then like they get attacked by alien bug monsters that are basically the guys from StarCraft. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, but then one of the girls falls through a, a space portal that puts her in uh, on the moon with the other people. So like they. So most of that crew, not all of them, most of that crew follows her into the portal to help. And there's one guy who doesn't like feels guilty and like, okay, so I need to, I need a way to save my friends and then get back in time for the, the super arc in case you forgot that was a thing. So let me go to this <laughs> museum of an old starship. that was a previous season of Power Rangers and there's just a robot living on there. Don't worry about it. Uh, he's going to try and steal the ship and he does it with the help of this mechanic who just happens to be there. Uh, and then they jump through a different wormhole and go to the space planet. So they go to the space planet, they fight the bugs. It turns out that the soldier guys and also the one <laughs> tribes lady, uh, they're just uh, they're just the chosen ones. Uh, but then, like, soldier brother dies, uh, and then they turn into superheroes. And also, <laughs> <laughs> and also the planet turns to stone, but they do manage to escape in time. Uh, and so this evil bug is looking for them for their swords, but they're like chosen ones now. So they're going to go back to the Ark, and they're not going to tell anybody on the Ark that they have these superpowers, but they're just on the Ark now. So, you know, Mike, uh, now, now they're going to be Power Rangers. Incredibly well done. Very and well done. all of well, this well was done. a setup for a Power Rangers Monster of the Week giant I robot know, bash like, bash setup. So I've, I've never written a script, but like, 
I've written stories before. And usually for me, I like try to come up with either like the characters first or the setting first and then like figure out how the things fit into each other. And I really wonder, like, were they, did they just go, okay, we've got, we're on earth. How do we get from there? And, and we, and the, the people who are on earth are not power rangers. Uh, by the end of the second episode, we need to be in space and they need to be power rangers. Mm-hmm. How do we do that? Yeah. Like, and even ke- keeping then, in mind that we just killed off the guy who made all the power rangers powers up to this right. point. Even then, I feel like your answer to that question would be way simpler than what Mike just said. Like, yeah. how do you, I just don't understand how they got there. It, it, I really enjoyed it, but it's very complicated, I feel like, to get to where we're at. Yeah. Uh, and here's the thing. When I gave that explanation, I glossed over some shit. Uh-huh. Yes. Like, like <laughs> this yeah. setup is fucking bananas. And, and, and so, like, and, I, and some of it, some of it straight up relies on you already knowing who the Power Rangers are and, like, how this shit generally works. Right. And, like, I... So I love RPM, but RPM is set in the... in literally the last city on Earth. Uh-huh. Uh, after the apocalypse. And it is... But it's under a dome that, like, makes it look like a nice, normal sky... And there are episodes where it literally, like, you, it could have been in any Power Rangers season. Like, they just don't. They, yeah. It's just, they just go to the park and, like, like, and, and it's fine, but it does, it did feel a little bit like they were either wasting the setting or, like, ignoring yeah. it. And I wonder if in this there oh. are episodes similarly where well, it's just, like, don't even worry about it. Yeah, guess what? The it's Terra Ventura is a dome. big chunk of yes. Earth that they took and sent it to space. There's a city in it, and there's giant monsters that are going to attack that city, and they're going to fight them in the Megazord, and there's going to be blue skies in the sky, and it's just going to yeah. be that. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, fair enough. I mean, I kind of knew that, but I, I just, I so, I hope they still do a fair amount of stuff with the fact that they're. I on mean, a it is spaceship. like they the better. setting makes it weird, and whenever like they further the actual plot and try to mesh it with Sentai footage that did not really take place in space much. It's like they, they, they twist themselves in knots to make it interesting, and it is pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah. so cool. Well, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to that, at least. So, uh, Yeah, so uh, join us next time for the continuing adventures of Damon, the mechanic <laughs> yes. who had just all of this shit just dropped in his lap. Exactly. I'm, don't I'm, let me drop this. If I forget to continue down this line, forget. please remind me. It's I, very I important. I do, I do want us to like no matter. I want us to proceed through this season as if Damon is the main character, yep. <laughs> and just just try and keep tabs on how everything that happens looks through his eyes. Yeah. Early headcanon favorite Damon. Yes, yeah, I like him a lot. Uh, yeah, he's a lot of fun. Uh, I'm. I really. I mean the. I feel like we don't know much about like Maya or, um, well, I guess really just Maya. The other ones they've given some personality to. Like, I'm still Kendrick's. We don't really know what's going on with her much either, except that she she's a scientist. And, that's kind of yeah. It. She's a yeah. scientist. I actually forgot that she was a scientist until you said it just mm-hmm. now. She wears glasses. Uh, mostly, that's I just how knew you that. She, mostly, yeah. I just knew that she was the one who like instantly had a crush on Leo, like a whole lot, mm-hmm. which. If all she had to do to fall in love with Leo was see him, makes me wonder, like, did, 
did she also have feelings for Mike a bit? I don't it's know. just like, oh, he looks like Mike, but he's not an asshole. Well, the, the, perfect. The, 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 yeah, the way she told him, you never told me you had a brother. I almost felt like, you know, we've been dating for six <laughs> years and you never told me you had a brother. That that felt like that. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, but but I like, um, you know, I like the characters we've got so far. I like Leo. He's a big, dumb hero. That's always good. I like, I like Kai, uh, like, just trying to lie and utterly failing about like the fact that he's going to Yeah, you get the vibe spaceship. that he's very much like a straight-laced follows the rules guy. He doesn't do any risky shit. And, uh, yeah. and like he's he's also kind of in over his head cuz first Kendrick's like forces him not to rat out Leo and then yes. like he tries he tries to just stick to the, like when everyone else runs off into the portal he's just like nope, I'm just getting on this ship. I'm going back to Terra Venture. I'm getting on the ark and that is that. Yeah. Oh man, I, and, I, oh, I and fucked up. I beefed D- it. I beefed it so hard. And Damon is obviously uh, uh, a hero of the of this uh, Odyssey. So yeah, it's, yeah. Fun. Mm-hmm. it's fun. I like everybody so far. He's um, he's he's the working class hero. Yeah, yeah, of course. So I have some questions for us uh, that we we got from uh, that were meant for the end of uh, of. Uh, the Zordon era, we're still working through a little bit of them. If you have a question about Lost Galaxy uh, or anything else, send it to us at Teens with Toot on Twitter or Teenagers with Attitude. Uh, sorry, hold on. Teens with Toot at gmail.com is our Gmail address. Um, Jeremy asks, uh, What was your favorite stretch of episodes of the Zordon era? Uh, so like not, doesn't have to be like a multi-parter, but just like, what was your favorite kind of, uh, like, um, era of status quo, I guess would probably be the way I would. Back half a turbo, easy peasy. Didn't even have to think about it. Back half a turbo is very fun. That's, that's a good one. I think my, I honestly think my favorite stretch of episodes is probably like right after, uh, uh, like right after uh, Tommy joins, I think. Yeah, I know it's early, but it's like I feel like that's still like a lot of really good episodes, and Tommy that, is that, in his, his weird. Yeah, that was grad- a solid status quo that they had for a while there, because Power Rangers is often like struggles to be interesting when they're kind of staying in the same lane, and like when there's big plot developments, it's exciting, and they rely more and more on the developments to keep people watching, but I feel like, yeah, what you just said, like, early six Ranger, Green Ranger, Tommy, the team that was there and stable for a while, that was really good. Yeah, it's fun, and there, but there's a bunch of them. I also really like, I mean, I love Back Half of Turbo is really good. I like, uh, like kind of, I feel like every time they change a big chunk of the cast, there's always a real good like jolt of energy. That that that's that's always fun. Um, that that's definitely a big part. Uh, Michael asks, not not you, different one. Uh, could Zordon have just committed suicide at any time and just eradicated evil? Uh, he don't have hands. Yeah, so no. Zordon cannot self-terminate. He needs someone <laughs> to like hit his tube with a big stick, and Alpha doesn't have enough upper body strength to do it. <laughs> I mean, we talked about like we talked about it, which is like, yeah, seemingly yes, it, he could have told someone to do that at any time. Uh, your moral calculus on whether or not someone w- would be required to divulge that information <laughs> to other people. 
Uh, I think that's a more cal- uh, a yeah. more complicated question. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm I think just saying. So. Mike committed the ultimate self sacrifice immediately to save his brother. Zordon didn't that's tell true. anyone about this for six years. <laughs> yeah, very much. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, he Mike uh, Michael also asks. Is the name of the podcast going to be awkward for the four seasons that are about adults with jobs? Eh, a little bit, but it's too hard to change it. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it would like it would yeah. be SEO nightmare. Not to mention, like the database would get all fucked up if we changed it at exactly. this point. Yeah, for, it would be a, a huge pain. Uh, but but it is that's actually I'm glad they uh, they asked because I was there's something I wanted to mention which I forgot, which is that. I have not watched as much of this era and um, like almost everything I've watched with the exception of SPD and RPM, the, even the new stuff like is about teens, like, and, and usually, you know, kind of a similar status quo. This is so outside that, like Mm -hmm. it's not, it's not all teenagers. They are, some of them work for, for the government. Like it's so different. And yeah, even, I, I think the next Brent, season where they're not like professional, some kind of people with jobs that are Rangers is wild force. They're just like teenagers that find the power in yeah, that season. Yeah. And that's like three seasons away. Yeah. Like we're on for, for a while. It's like professional superheroes, yeah. which is I, I very mean, they're, different. They're soldiers in this. They're, they're Paw Patrol in Lightspeed Rescue, and yes. and then they're cops in Time Force, basically. Yeah, yeah, and that one's a little weird because they're like time cops, and they're also like yep. not going to the precinct. They're like stranded, but yeah, they're and still they, cops. They, they're that's, not affiliated yeah. with the PMC. That's kind of against them, but also also they the PMC wants to kill the mutants that the Power Rangers are fighting against. It's a weird yeah, it's season. gonna be a weird three seasons yep. of of that stuff. Uh, of adults uh, with jobs, but hey, it, it's different, so I'll take it. Uh, let's see. Oh, here we go. Uh, uh, Morgan asks, do you think a teenager version of yourself would have been able to handle being a Power Ranger? Absolutely not. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I mean, no. It, there's <laughs> like, too much like self confidence and talking to people involved. I would have hated it. I love like Power Rangers is fun because it's like this very, it's a power fantasy and like uh-huh. teenagers. I, like people have made fun of this. People who aren't even like into the show for years. Like Zordon says, "Get me teenagers with attitude as my superheroes." The fuck are you doing? What are you doing? No, absolutely not. Like when I was a teen, good Mike. Go ahead. I was just gonna say when I was a teen, like I would break down sobbing because like a girl I like didn't like her note back to me was like not enough words. Uh Uh Like I so clearly she hates me. Yeah. Like I the. The or or like you know I did I got third chair saxophone instead mm-hmm. of first like I, in band I I I was I mean 
Honestly, if you show me a kid who says they could have handled it, I'm like, that person's got problems. Uh (laughs) Like, I just don't, it's not realistic and that's fine. It's for little kids, but I I just don't. Yeah. I had uh, a part-time job at McDonald's uh, through the latter half of high school and it ate up so much of my time and energy that I nearly flunked out. Like... Yeah, I I could not handle also being a Power Ranger. Yeah, I had fucking I had to like talk to my parents, beg my parents to like, let me not do the homework that wasn't graded. They were like, (laughs) you need to do it because it'll help you do better on in the class. Mm -hmm. And I was like, it's not graded. And you guys also made me sign up for marching band. And I'm like, sleeping five hours a fucking Uh night like and, and yeah, and then the idea of like I'm also going to be a, a superhero is is yeah. nuts. <laughs> Unless the Morphin Grid gives some kind of like physical healing power where you never feel tired and never have to sleep. Right. Yeah. I mean, and you, but even if you just take away that stuff, like emotionally, no. Yeah. Is it, like I don't think so. <laughs> I have to kill these aliens every single day, or everyone in this city is going to die. Also, yeah. I'm 15 years old. Help me. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I would have probably been psyched for a couple days. Uh-huh. And then I mean, having I figured, a giant robot is pretty cool. Not going to lie yes. about that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but, you know, it's it's tough. It, it's I just don't I don't know that I could do it now, but I feel like I'm at least slightly more equipped to like with like time management skills. Oh, uh, now shit. the problem is that I don't have the energy to do those flips and those kicks, man. I fuck well, it. I mean, I, yeah, I, 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 yeah. If I stand up for like an hour, I, I need to sit down and catch my breath. Now I'm too old for this yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, let's see. We'll we'll do one more here. Uh, uh, what is cosplay on Twitter asks. Uh, if there's one thing you think modern TV could learn from this era of Power Rangers, what is it? Oh, God. Uh, this cracks me up because mostly because I feel like almost almost across the board, kids TV is way better now than it was when we were kids. Like, yeah, there's still good shows from then. But like, if you turn on Cartoon Network, I feel like the chance yeah. that what you're watching is good is way higher than it used to be. Um, and like. That said, I do think that uh, for the Zordon era stuff, like, I feel like a lot of kids' TV does have the tendency now to, it, you know, it's written by adults who were kids when they, they uh, you know, were watching cartoons and they want to see, like, story and character development. So they mm. put a lot of that in there. And I do feel like even some of the shows I like uh, tend to, like, you know, I'm trying to think of, I was thinking back to, like, um, a lot of the shows I really like, uh, and even a lot of those more recent ones tend to, like, they don't have as much, I guess what I'm trying to say is they don't have as as many just, like, um, status quo episodes or filler episodes. And the thing is that that's fun for little kids. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like... I feel like it's okay to just have a goofy episode yeah. like and and where it's just like here's the characters bouncing off of each other and it doesn't have to do that much else. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I know that, that there are those but yeah. yeah. 
I, I, I was going to say, like, almost everything that has been on TV that I see these days is basically a long movie that's cut up into, like, several episodes, and it's always too long. They always run out of things, run out of plot, and spend a couple episodes spinning their wheels. So, like, Power Rangers, like, had that thing where they just went back to the well of have big monster attack, fight monster, fun, good. And, yeah. The, the one thing I'm I thinking watched- on it now, like, I think, I do think most of the shows I'm thinking about in my head, so I'll list a couple. It's like, like, Steven Universe or, uh, Adventure Time or, or those types of, like, kids' adventure shows. They do do a lot more of that, like, early, and then they, like, fall into a very plot heavy thing. A yeah. lot of those do. Um, but yeah, the the one thing I've watched recently is Cuphead. It's well, okay. So there's only twelve episodes of fifteen minutes, so it's very short to begin with. But there's only like three episodes out of those twelve that like follow a story arc, which is loosely based on the game, which is Devil wants to get Cuphead's soul, and the right. rest of them is just like Looney Tune shit and like funny slapstick yeah. humor, and that's it. That's and fun. it's it's good, it's good that way because you never get bored watching it. That's weird. Really, why that whole story is wild that yep. that turned into a TV show. Yep. Uh, Mike, anything that you can think of? Uh, what was the question? Uh, is there anything um, uh, that current kids TV could learn from uh, this era of Power Rangers? So, like from early '90s Power Rangers. Uh, things don't need to make sense in kids TV. That's just go a, fucking just yeah. fucking go nuts. Yeah. That's actually. A, kind of a better way to say what I was trying to say, I think. Yeah. Like it doesn't, you don't have to give like a backstory, you know, all that kind of stuff, which it's fun when they do. Uh, but yeah, I agree. It sometimes it just can be goofy. Uh, all right. Well, that'll do it for us. Uh, like I said, if you have a question for it, uh, send it to us at teens with Tude on Twitter or teens with Tude at gmail.com. And, uh, we'll be back next week with, uh, I think we get our can, Zords. Can I- can I do a plug? Yeah, of course. I was. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Mike Loves Rabbit, and I am on Eidolon Playtest, which is a really good show that you should listen to. There you go, uh, Simon. Is there anything you'd like to plug? My Twitter is the real Simbin. Follow me for a pretty good hint at something I've got coming up, maybe, but I don't want to like oversell it because it's not done yet. But stay tuned for because I got yeah. a thing coming up. Uh, yeah. So Twitter for now, maybe next time I'm on, I'll say what my new project is about. There you go. Uh, And for me, I will, uh, I guess I will also do a little bit of a tease. So a friend of the show, uh, Ava, uh, who's been on a couple times, has uh, written up, I was was talking to her about how frustrated I was with the, the Power Rangers pen and paper game they put out. Uh, and she made one. <laughs> she was just like, what if I just made one? Uh, and if you go to her Twitter at Ava, A-V-A-G-A-R-D-R-A, uh, you can uh, take a look at it. If you get on her Patreon for a dollar, you can take a look at the game. Um, and we're going to try to do a bonus episode using that system. Um, it's a lot simpler, but also seems to follow the... or. or yeah, it follows the spirit of the show a lot better than the uh, $50 RPG I spent uh, that money on. So, yeah, uh, tune in for that. Go check out her page if you would like a really cool, simple um, Power Rangers-inspired uh, TTRPG to play with some of your friends. Uh, and that's going to do it for us. 
Come back next week for Teenagers with Attitude. I've been Zach. I've been Simo. And I've been Mike! 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 May the power protect you always. Always.